What do you do when your business is ruining your marriage? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're digging into the personal all over again. I just talked to you the other day about how personal is too personal in business. And sometimes our business affects our personal lives and vice versa. Let's dive into today's listener question. Heather, this past weekend was awful. I spent it at a hotel down the road from my house because my husband and I had our millionth blowout about my business. It feels like we're fighting about it all the time. I work in the online course industry. I help people turn their content into online courses. They give me the content. I create the online home for it. When I was first starting out, my husband had my back more than anyone. He supported me when I wanted to cut my full-time web design position to part-time so I could try my hand at having my own freelance and consulting business. He supported me again when I made the leap to doing this full-time. For the first full-time year of the business, things were really great for us. I caught the market for this service at just the right time, and I was full within three months, and had hired two assistants by the first six months. I'm not looking to be a mogul or build an empire, but I do want to grow this company into an agency. I like our little team of three and can see what my company would be capable of doing for the industry if I was able to hire more designers. This is where the trouble began. He asked me, when will it be enough? The industry doesn't always have a smooth cash flow. I get paid a deposit at the start, at the halfway mark, and when the project is completed. So depending on where clients are at in their process and where I am at with their design, some months I might not, I might not get paid very much, while others, large chunks of cash can come in all at once. This bothers him too, especially because one month I needed to put expenses on a credit card until I could get paid. He tells me if I had a real job, I would get paid every two weeks. We've been fighting too because I work from home. He doesn't understand why if I'm home, I can't do some household chores to help us out. He wanted me to do a grocery run and I said no. That's the fight that landed me in the hotel. I don't understand where his support is gone, why my business is the enemy. He said he's not making me choose between him and my business, but that's the exact choice I feel like he's putting me in. I don't get it, Heather. Why is everything changing? Why is it all such a mess? And what the heck am I supposed to do here? Do all entrepreneurs go through this? Okay, (laughs) take a deep breath. (laughs) I don't actually think you're fighting about your business. I think you're fighting about the way you talk about your business. See, here's the thing with entrepreneurs, and I find this all the time, and I sometimes myself struggle with this in my own marriage with my husband. Entrepreneurs get really entitled. I think there's something when we have embraced the bad assery that is entrepreneurship, when we decide that there is a brass ring or a glass ceiling or something bigger and bolder than us than we want to go for, and we go for it, I think we put ourselves on a pedestal that goes a little bit above where everyone else is. So when people question us, when they have doubts, when they have concerns, concerns, we tend to get pretty entitled. We see what we're capable of. We can hold the big picture. We know that sometimes cash comes in and sometimes cash goes out and it'll all even out. And we can hold the awareness of risk more comfortably than sometimes the people around us can. And then when we get questioned or challenged, we get entitled 
to our opinions. When people are fighting about their businesses with their people, like their parents, their siblings, their best friends, their spouses, the first thing I like to look at is how are you talking about this? So for example, when you hired your first VA, when I don't know that it was, when you hired your first assistant, I think is the word you used. How did that conversation go? Did you say, oh my gosh, we're doing pretty good. We're about three months in. We're making this amount of money. I'm starting to kind of get a little swamped. I don't think I can take new clients unless I get help. What do you think? Did the two of you come together on the decision to hire an assistant? And how did you have the conversation when you hired the second one? What is different about those two conversations from the conversation you had about wanting to build this business into an agency? Did you say it was your idea? Did you say it as an, a decision you already made? Did you decide um, to include him in it? Was he a, his opinion offered or asked? How did that conversation go? Because it's my observation that spouses revolt against businesses when they don't feel included. The entrepreneur perceives that as a fight for control. But what entrepreneurs forget is regular everyday marriage. That in relationships, when a spouse perceives their person moving away from them in some way, shape, or form, they feel threatened. They don't know how it's going to affect the relationship. So they kind of clinch up. They get super tight. They hold on to any sense of control they think they have, and they remain closed off to new ideas. When you talked about building an agency, it's my immediate story from this scenario that your husband just perceived that he was going to lose a piece of you, that perhaps the two of you would have less time together, that perhaps um, the business would get bigger and maybe you would become bigger than him. Maybe he started to imagine like, what happens if this thing really takes off on a larger scale, on a more sort of public scale, will I be left behind? Most spouses don't have the emotional intelligence that I'm offering you here to know that that's what's bothering them. So they poke at the hours. They poke at the time you spend on the phone. They tell you that you should be doing more when you're in the house since you're at the house. And they pick these fights because they're so afraid of losing you or they're reacting to how you're presenting this information as if you have already made them an opposite person. They are all, they're no longer on your team. The situation you describe at the beginning of your business of two people making these decisions together, it's suddenly splits off when you have the agency idea. That's why I want you to go back to how you had that conversation, how you presented it, the time of day you presented it. Did he have the time and focus for this? And how close to agency idea was the month you had to carry the bills on the credit card? Because as somebody who like my brick and mortar business, um, relied heavily on insurance agency payments. So my business and my brick and mortar was exactly like you outlined. Like I would do work in January that I might not sometimes get paid for by the insurance companies until March. Sometimes there was a six week delay, a nine week delay. It wasn't unheard of that there were 12 weeks in between sessions that I did. The hope was that all of the other sessions I had done prior to January, I would be getting paid for in that time between January and March. But 
But if I had had a slow month, it was not unheard of that my income would drop by 50% one month and go up by 75% two months later. So I understand the ebb and flow, but does your husband see it? Because when I was starting out my brick and mortar, I had to explain it to my husband why I wasn't bringing in money yet. Even though like, he's like, you just said you were full for three weeks in a row. Why are we not, you know, why are we not seeing the change in our account yet? And I had to say, because I haven't gotten paid yet. So I want you to, instead of getting focused and wrapped around the axle about the thing you're fighting about, I would really, really encourage you to think about how you're talking about it. I would encourage you to go back to the drawing board and say to him, hey, listen, I'm figuring something out here. For year one, we were good with this. For year two, suddenly it became a threat. I'm wondering what's going on. Can we just talk about it? What are you thinking and what are you feeling? And just be open to hearing his perspective. Try to listen. Don't sort of jump on it as factual or, you know, like made up stuff that he's talking about. Just really try to listen to his perception, how he's experiencing your success. You might not understand it. You might not agree with it, but he needs to have an opportunity to talk about it. And once you give him that opportunity, I would reflect back for him how you heard him say it, like what it is you understand about his thoughts and feelings, where he's struggling, what his questions are, and what his worries are. And then I would ask him, can you sit and listen to mine? Can I tell you what it's been like for me? Because while you've been feeling this and while you've been having this reaction, it suddenly feels as though you have put yourself on the opposite team from me. Then instead of being on my side, suddenly I'm at war with you and you're talking about making choices between my business and you. And that is not a conversation I even want to have with you. The conversation I want to have with you is how can we get back to looking at my business like a team? Entrepreneurs have a hard time time with this. I do this kind of work all the time. And the first thing that they say is, well, I need to make a decision. And just because my spouse doesn't get it doesn't mean I shouldn't be taking action on this. And I say, like, do you, do you want to be married or do you want to be right? Because the reality is, yes, your business can go along swimmingly, but it's not going to die if you don't become an agent. Like if you don't start to turn this thing into an agency two weeks, you have time on your side to get your husband on board, to ask him what his worries are, to figure out a plan for addressing them, to ask him what he would need, to regulate and monitor his expectations, and to have a real conversation about it. Because when he's poking at you about doing groceries in the middle of the day, he knows that when you were a web designer in another office working your butt off, that you weren't grocery shopping middle of the day. He's not fighting with you about grocery shopping in the middle of the day he's fighting with you about something else. I don't think he suddenly becomes someone who's turned his nose down on you and your business and doesn't think you have a real job. I think he's coming from a place of being threatened. He doesn't know how the growth of your business is going to affect your relationship. This is about him loving you, even if it sounds ass backwards, even if it pisses you off, makes you crazy, makes you want to pull your hair. Sometimes people... (laughs) 
pick fights because underneath that is a really hard conversation. That's what I think is in front of you and your husband right now. And I think if you go back, I think if you take a do-over, you try to clean the slate and talk about this for real, really listening to one another and really hearing the other person, I think you're going to be way more set up for success. I don't think that this single conversation with me is going to give you all your answers. Um, I can only create so much change in singular podcast episodes, but this is the kind of work that I do all the time with folks. This sounds like a situation where you and I could do a one and done hour. So if you would be interested in that, I have a scheduling link and I can email it to you and we can just do an hour. Um, and I can offer you more specific sort of outlines and scripts. I'd be happy to help you out with that. I, I know that it's maddening. I know that it's hard to slow down. Just don't hear slow down as me telling you, you have to stop me telling you that you don't get to have an agency or even him telling you that. You guys just need to talk about it better. And I'm sure you can do that. Thanks so much for reaching out and giving me the opportunity to help you. I think that this is a conversation that a lot of entrepreneurs needed to hear. If anyone listening has a question that they'd like my two cents on, you can always find me just as this listener did over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. Bye for now.